Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple. Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. One day away from Nebraska, Georgia Southern. Already game three. The season just started. We're already almost a fourth, a quarter of the way through the season, Sip. It's amazing. Tomorrow, Nebraska, Georgia Southern. Expect a rainy day in Lincoln, Nebraska for 6 p.m. kickoff against Clay Helton's Georgia Southern squad. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah. You like rain? I mean, it's I hope you have a repeat of Maryland where you get told by somebody in the field <laughs> to put the umbrella away. That was Sir, a... put the umbrella down. <laughs> it wasn't just the act of telling me that. It was the way he did it. Man, that guy was having a... I think he was pissed because his team was getting murdered. He was having day. a bad day. Yeah, 54 to 7, Nebraska. He couldn't have known I was from Nebraska, though. He probably did. No, I wasn't wearing like... Well, he probably knows people who are there every game. And this yeah. guy has never been here before. He can't be from here. He's probably He's one probably of those a media guy. people. Yeah, media guy. Yep. Yeah, you know. Good morning. Good morning. I don't feel like uh, I, I, I got to get revved up here. Well, Come on. Yeah, well, we're fine. I'm revved up. Yeah, Gu- you are. Gus you... is out today. I think he's got a migraine. He said he might be, very, might Ooh, be here later. I'm sorry. So uh, if you want to call, just know it's going to be me answering the phones today. Yeah, you can run over there, and I can handle it over here. Okay? Yeah. You can run over there to the phone, and I'll handle it over here while you're running to the phone. We. I'll come back. Four six four five six eight five. Put Jake on the run. No, not yet. Not <laughs> yet. Give me some time. Give me some time to settle in here. Uh, before we get to Nebraska okay. and Scott Frost and everything, hey, I, I was. I just want to give a shout out again to the NFL. It's back. You want to give a shout out to the and, NFL? And as <laughs> okay. we as we expected, the Buffalo Bills are still terrifying. I mean, they had four turnovers last night, and still won on the road against the Super Bowl champions of last year. By 21 points, 31 to 10, Buffalo rolls the Rams. Hmm. And it was a lot of faces you've seen before. Josh Allen still an alien at quarterback. He is an alien. There's no, I mean, you can say what you want about, about Patrick Mahomes being very talented. And he is extremely talented, but he does not have some of the things that Josh Allen can do. So you're, I mean, you're unequivocally stating that Mah- that that. Allen has passed Mahomes. I, I like to know people's thoughts. You can text 402-464-5685. I mean, we're going to learn this year a lot about Mahomes, what he is without Tyreek Hill. I mean, Tyreek Hill was his big – I mean, Travis Kelsey makes a lot of plays for Mahomes. But the guy who made the big plays, the deep plays, that, that just broke away from everybody or broke tackles was Tyreek Hill, who's now on the Miami Dolphins. We'll see how he does in Miami. But with – with uh, with Mahomes, I mean, yeah, what does he look like without Tyreek Hill? He's got Juju Smith-Schuster. He's got Marquez uh, Valdez-Scantling from the Packers. These are all players that are fine, but they are not Tyreek Hill. Right. So we'll learn a lot about him this year, what he is without Tyreek. But Josh Allen, he makes, you know, I think I think a, you know, a bunch of average receivers, but just 
besides Stephon Diggs, look really good. Gabe Davis, no one's scared of Gabe Davis. He's really good, though. Isaiah McKenzie, good receiver. Dawson Knox is not Travis Kelsey at tight end, but he's still really good. We did this a few weeks ago, but so your number one quarterback in the NFL is? I got to go Josh Allen. Number two. Mahomes. Ooh. And Rodgers, probably. Who are you leaving out? Brady's I, at 45 years old. I cannot put Tom Brady like that high. I think anymore. you can. No, I can't. I'm not going to. Who are you leaving out? There's somebody obvious. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but you're you're the NFL expert. Well, Aaron Rodgers, I, I put third. Yeah, you put Rodgers. You're missing somebody though. Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. He's not in the top four or five. Yeah, he's probably. He's not in the top. He's five. Touching the top five is close yeah. to it. Yeah, Joe's not in the top five yet. I, I I'm fine with my list there. Allen, Mahomes. And Rodgers. I don't think Mahomes is ahead of Rodgers. I think people would disagree with that. No go. Oh, he's also younger. Rodgers is, what, 38, 39 years old? You have an age factor here. And Rodgers is really good still. But like I said, we're, we're going to learn a lot this okay. year with Mahomes because to, to Rodgers' credit, he has not had a Tyreek Hill. Devontae Adams was really good, but he was not a burner like Tyreek Hill. You couldn't just chuck it up there and hope that Tyreek would chase it down in Green Bay. You had Rodgers is very accurate, and so is Mahomes, but it's a different type of play they had. 31-10 you know? to 10 Bills over the Rams last night. Did you watch it, yeah. the game? I watched pretty much the entire thing. I was in show prep mode, so since I did some show prep, let's talk about Nebraska. Okay, well, I just want to make sure the people who are watching NFL enjoyed the game. I gave them a little bit of a you know, we'll talk about review of that. We'll talk about it more and get to your quarterback rankings, your flawed quarterback rankings. No, they're not flawed at all. Josh Allen's a freak. And I, 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 hang on, but one second before we move on. What did I do? What did I do as Miami Dolphins fan, Jake Swordson, to deserve 20 years of Tom Brady followed by potentially 15 to 20 years of Josh Allen? What did I do to deserve that? Huh? Did I do something wrong? Who did I piss off to get that in my life? I wouldn't personally. I want to know that. who that person, what, what I did. Why, why am I at fault here? Why do I get cursed? Why do I get an easy division once in a while? Yeah, you, that's that. I'm why not, am I never the king of the division? Huh? You and Lee Sterling can commiserate we, later. We're going to at 7.30. Lee Sterling at 7.30. Paramount Sports. Yes. Right. All right. Back to Nebraska again. They play tomorrow, 6 p.m. In what could 6:30 be. 6.30 p.m. Is it 6.30? 6.30 p.m. That's news to me. I thought it was 6. I'll double check it. Please do. I got it right here. Six. I got it right here. If it's Please confirm. Um, 6.30 p.m. Okay. Memorial Stadium. 6.30. Thank you. I, I had that wrong. I thought it was 6. 6.30. Correct. So that means uh, our tailgate show begins at 4 o'clock, not 3.30, but 4 p.m. 4 at p.m. At Tipsy Tina's. Okay. Potentially in the rain. Are we I might leading that it. off again? Yeah, we're leading it off. Every week we lead it off. Mm-hmm. We'll move it back to if it's raining, in, you know, just not at, not inside, but below the covering there. I am an old man, and therefore I well, have an umbrella. an umbrella. I yeah. have an umbrella. You'll be fine. You've you'll seen get, my umbrella. I have, and so has the Maryland people. Okay. So your question is? Scott Frost addressed the media ahead of tomorrow's game against Georgia Southern, which is apparently at 6.30, not 6, 6.30. It's not, there's nothing apparently about it. It's at 6.30. I'd like to know. <laughs> it is 6.30. Yes. Is there any chance of a repeat scare from last week, this week? You know, it's a great question. And 
It's a very similar line, a spread. I mean, Nebraska was a 22-point favorite at one point, jumped to 28 last week against North Dakota. Nebraska, as of yesterday, was 23-and-a-half-point favorites against Georgia Southern. I mean, I, I do th- – life moves pretty fast, right? And sometimes I do things bass-ackwards. And I put, it, I put in my prediction on HuskerOnline.com, my employer, yesterday <laughs> – before I really did a deep dive into Georgia Southern. So I, I, my sense all week is, my sense and my feeling is this could be close. Like I, I think I put 37-21 for my prediction. Okay. Then I got to looking at it. Now think about this. Clay Helton, first-year head coach, all-new staff at Georgia Southern except for one holdover. He held over the interim coach who's also the cornerback's coach. They put in a new offensive system, a new defensive system, and all new special team systems. <laughs> this they is their, played one game. They've played one game against Morgan State, who was a terrible FCS team. No offense to Morgan State, but they're terrible. Um, this, they're, Georgia Southern is picked fifth or sixth in the seven-team division they're in in the Sun Belt. The, the, come on. This can't, you shouldn't Georgia Southern shouldn't be able to come in here and make Nebraska sweat okay, too well, much. Well, hold right, stay right there. Then, if you had to put North Dakota and Georgia Southern on a even playing field, how do you? I'm pick not. That game? I'm picking. I'm picking North Dakota. I'm picking North Dakota probably by ten wow. to fourteen. Okay. Yeah, I mean Georgia Southern. It's because mainly because just all of the newness. There, they brought in a lot of new players. Georgia Southern, including from the portal, um, transfer portal and freshmen. Um, it's all very new there. Nebraska's got an established head coach, fifth year. Now, a new offensive staff, granted. New special teams coach, granted. But but Eric Chenander's defense, defensive staff is largely intact, right? So now, there you go. Here is the matchup. That most intrigues me. Clay Helton, who's mastered his offense against Eric Chenander. Clay Helton versus Eric Chenander is an interesting matchup in its own right, right? It is. I mean, Eric Chenander, who's got to get a handle on his defense, playing against a a head coach who, by the way, was 46-24 and 24 yeah, he, at USC. He did well there. He's fine. I, I think I got that record right. 46-24 and 24 at USC is the only coach in USC history to win 10 games in his first two years at the school. Now, he'll, he's coming in here to match Witch with a struggling defensive coordinator, struggling defense. You, you, you can bet Clay Helton watched that film of Northwestern, of North Dakota, and said, there's some things we can exploit, yeah, boys. Yeah, and, and think, think about this. Like you, like you just said, it's a new staff. It's a new you know, offensive scheme, new defensive stuff. I mean, everything's new at Georgia Southern. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. If they come in here and they're successful at the air raid. That's what I'm saying. In the second game, it's a Sun Belt school. In the second game against, as you said, a, a right now a scuffling, struggling defense – <laughs> and then, yeah, you are on code red for the rest of the season for the, for that for this team. I feel, and for the I feel like most people are already on code red. Well, I, we, yeah, I think you're born on code red right now with Nebraska. 
the last on, on the other side of it, on the other side of it, Nebraska's offense versus Georgia Southern's defense. Morgan State, which got waylaid, I think it was fifty six to seven. Fifty nine to seven. Thank you. Thank you. Um but you know, Morgan State did run for 172 yards and averaged five point four a carry. Okay. So there is that, and I'm sure Georgia. I'm come on. I mean, I mean Nebraska has to look at that and say, say now, now isn't this a game where Nebraska says, all right, that you have an air raid offense, but it's not going to see the field very often because we're going to run the ball. We're going to chew some clock up on you because we got we got some running backs over here, and we ended the North Dakota game running the ball well, and we're going to carry that. We're going to carry that into this game. Is that a crazy concept? No, it's not a crazy. But I, I would hope you to carry the momentum from the ground game with Anthony Grant and uh-huh. AJ Allen, especially if it's raining. Into this game, if it rains, right? Especially if it rains, yes, right. Um, so, I mean, that's the way I look at it. I'm not saying that that's the way Whipple Frost look at it, but that's my thought would be: all right, we're a little concerned about our pass defense right now, especially in the middle of the field. We have a running back now. It looks like a real running back, and we feel good about the depth at running back. And and again, we we picked up some steam late in the North Dakota game. And by the way, we are uh, by the way, guys. I don't know if you've noticed this. I'm ta- I'm Scott Frost talking to my staff, but we're under a lot of pressure right now. Um, in case you weren't aware, <laughs> yeah. In case you just yeah. So you know what allevi- you know what alleviates pressure if you can get about five yards of carry, right? And then you know what you know what that does too. Jake, what what if what if Nebraska is pushing around Georgia Southern and Anthony Grant's getting five and six and he reels off seventeen, then twenty four, then forty six, crowds in it, crowd, well, crowd, it's the crowd, demoralizing the crowd. too. For well, Georgia it's demoralizing Southern. for Georgia Southern, but then the then that crowd gets in it, right? Yes, that that crowd, that Nebraska crowd that loves the ground game gets chest puffy, um, and and loves what it sees. I mean, that's the formula. I think that's the formula. I don't know though. I mean, that's never complete. That's never really been Whip's formula. Although he did. I mean, last week they ran it way more than they passed it. What's the number? 40, 41 runs, twenty-one passes. Forty-one runs, twenty-one passes. So maybe that's what maybe that's what we're looking at. Well, and, and especially in a rainy game, that's that's the formula. It's it's way more runs than passes. Now, wouldn't it be funny, Sip, if? <laughs> You hear this offseason from Pat Narduzzi at Pittsburgh, who was was complaining about an offensive coordinator in yeah. Mark Whipple, who, by the way, let's repeat this, delivered him a conference championship and a Heisman contending quarterback, a Heisman finalist, mm-hmm. and a the Blitnikoff winner receiver. Mm-hmm. Complained he didn't run the football enough. Wouldn't it be funny if, if Mark Whipple this year, after seeing Anthony Grant through two games, said, yeah, we're going to run the ball more. We're, we're going to be a running team this year. Wouldn't that just be the cherry on top for Pat Nardzis? That would be the cherry. <laughs> uh, a, a, score, it, a score that might con- – I don't know if this would concern you because all the changes at Georgia Southern. Remember Minnesota in 2019? You probably remember that game where – where Minnesota needed a late touchdown to beat Georgia Southern. 30. I do. Oh, yeah. That was the year that Minnesota was 11-2. and two Yeah. Because their first couple of games, I mean, they barely beat Fresno State in overtime. That was a, a very tight game against Georgia Southern. They'd be, they had somebody else close to begin the year. Their oh. first three non-conference games were all very uncomfortable wins, and they had still a great season. Yeah, one was and one was Georgia Southern. So, yeah, I – I mean, there's some things that kind of make you nervous. There's some things that make you feel good. I, there's a, there's an, 
there's a big unknown with a head coach with all these new systems, what it's, what it's going to look like. But they have to get those systems going. And, and Nebraska is going to be much better than Morgan State. They are. It's going to be a much different type of game. Georgia Southern, I mean, it's, a, it's been a very good program, but it's only been in the FBS, FBS since 2014. They, this is a strong, strong program in Statesboro, Georgia. It won six FCS national titles, the equivalent. I think it was Division One AA, then it went to FCS. But they won the national titles in 80, 1985, 1986, 1989, I think 1990, and then 1999 and 2000. Um, so it was a very strong and it was, but you know what it was too? It was a run oriented option program. Option, it was option football. And with, when they hired Helton, it was a little to the fan base. It was probably kind of like Bill Callahan coming to Nebraska. Bye bye option. Mm-hmm. All right. But they've embraced, they've embraced Helton there. Oh, he's a good coach. I mean, that's a big, well, he's that's, a good guy. Well, that's a big name for Georgia Southern. It I mean, is. He's got the former USC head coach. Yeah. Yeah. It, whatever he's doing, just do it. And he's a good guy, too. They like him. He's a good dude. I mean, he's a really – in fact, you know at USC, Jake, there was – it was kind of the Mike Riley discussion with Helton. He's maybe too nice of a guy. Well, at least he won more than Mike Riley did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Uh, let's get some text coming in here at 402-464-5685 from Brett in Minnesota. He says, Sip, everything you're saying right now is why it's going to hurt so much more and piss everyone off when we beat them by a field goal. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, again, if, well, okay, if you, if you know my thoughts in this game, Nebraska is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I would pick Georgia Southern to cover that. I just I, – you said every, every – Field goal, though? Not a field goal. I think Nebraska would win by more than that. Yeah. But I, I expect, because I've seen it a lot, an uncomfortable game. Yeah. For Nebraska. I do, too. They just, they just play so many – uncomfortable football games mm-hmm. right yes I mean I, I like I said I, I my score is in that 37 to 21 range you know I know I'm giving it away but whatever um so yeah I expect some discomfort I expect Georgia Southern to have some some success with Kyle Van Treese who we've covered extensively this before. week yeah we've talked about Kyle Van Treese he's a six-year guy at quarterback started for Buffalo last year didn't put up good numbers by the way but he's he's he has he has a lot of experience he won't be freaked out by this place at all some of the guys will for Georgia Southern they will they play in a 25,000 seat stadium they don't see this all the time they do go on the road and play some they've only beaten by the way Jake they've only beaten one Georgia Southern has only one win against a power five team florida yeah 2013 wow nice job i research things wow believe it or not they still hang they still they still celebrate that win well they should it's they beat florida they beat the gators baby in the swamp in the swamp from the text line somebody was apparently watching the uh, game last week georgia southern and morgan state morgan state yes uh texter says georgia southern's quarterback kyle van trees is bad if he plays like he did last week, yeah. it shouldn't be close. He should have thrown three picks last week. Morgan State is just that bad they couldn't pick off the ball. Yeah, Morgan State is an example of a 
I mean, I don't want to dog Morgan State. I, I hate to do that. They're just, they're just not very good. I mean, they lost 59-7 to to Georgia Southern. So, um, yeah, r- r- run over there and get No, I'm going to take it on the air. Okay, okay, yeah, fun. We do that. We yeah. have to do that exercise here. Pot pourri. Potpourri. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I was, I was going to give you a chance to. Potpourri. To figure, yeah, way to go. You figured Potpourri. it out. All right, we got a phone call on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 402-464-5685. Gus is out, so I didn't want to run over there. Who do we have here? You're on early break. Go ahead. This is your favorite guy from the wine country. It's Vince in Napa Valley, California. No way. Vince. Vince, how are you? Uh, Pretty good, fellas. How are you? Really good. Are you locked in? Are Are you locked in? That's my question. I am, yep. I am locked in. I've been battling, battling this heat wave out here. Yeah. You know what? Tuesday was the first quarter. Wednesday was the second quarter. Thursday is the third. Today's the fourth. You know, I was. I ended up. You know, I felt a little lightheaded when it was 116 degrees out in Rio Vista, California. But you know what? Oh Just through sheer grit and bloody knuckles, I found a way to fight. Through fight it. through it, Vince. That a boy. Yeah, that's rough though. Be careful out there. Yeah, man. But thankfully, thankfully, this is the last day of the heat wave before it cools down tomorrow. But, um, but anyhow, you know, just just to follow up on something that you you had talked about yesterday, Sip. Uh, you know about you know should a bowl game be expected and how you know we anticipate a lot of close games, and I do too. But you know, my question is, it's a case where you know, I mean, the last the last one possession game that we won. I'd have to go back to the COVID year when we when we won in uh, in Piscataway against Rutgers. I mean that that's the last one possession win that I can think of. But uh, to me, it's a question of can we make enough plays and can we limit enough mistakes, or you turn those one possession losses into say one possession wins, or who knows, maybe you turn it into say a 10, 14, 17 point win. Um, <clears throat> but um, you know, but as far as tomorrow's concerned, I mean, uh, I mean, I definitely expect us to win. But you know, what type of win? Who knows? Because to your point, Jake, um, you know, we play so many of these games. You know, but I would also add that we play so many of these games that we that we find a way to make close, and not only find a way to make close, but find a way to unnecessarily make close make close when it doesn't need to be that way. But um, but more than anything, it's like okay. Two weeks ago, we were in Ireland. Last week, we were just kind of getting our bearings again from coming back overseas. But you know, this week you have a week that you have a week that passes. You know, that I guess you could say passes for normal when it comes to time and preparation and all that sort of thing. You know, so in theory, this should be a game that's uh, you know kind of I don't want to say a tune-up because we're not in a position to really say that anymore. No, we're not. Hopefully, it's a game. Hopefully it's a game where we, you know, but let's put it this way. Hopefully it's a game that serves as, relatively speaking, a <clears throat> softer landing spot before you, you know, before you go into Oklahoma. But if you want this game to be that soft landing spot, oh boy, that means from the first play of the game to the last, yeah. for sixty minutes, yes. you come out and you fight with bloody knuckles and open up a can of kick ass. Let's go. <laughs> There it was. You, there there it was. the explosion to close. Vince <laughs> Napa, California. Maybe they should bring him into the locker room. They, they couldn't handle Vince in the locker room. I think the Vince kids, couldn't handle the locker room himself. I think the kids might like this. Yeah, we. I mean, this game occurs largely in the context of Oklahoma next week. 
this game is largely about Nebraska taking a little bit of momentum, the little bit of momentum they picked up last week late in that game against North Dakota, building on it, and then taking that into Oklahoma, right? Yes, it is. That's what it's this very is about. Important. Yeah. I mean, you, that's why I keep saying for, for Nebraska, if, if this game is close, which I have a fear it could be close because that's what I have seen Nebraska football do against anybody, good or bad, is play close games. They play up to a team, they play down they do, to a team. They tend to do and that. And they just do it. Yeah. If this game's close, I, I don't know how you enter next week's game against Oklahoma with actual belief you're going to win the game. Mm-hmm. Even though knowing, like I just said, they do play up to their competition well, typically. Yeah. Like, this team needs to experience an easy win where it's just stress-free, where they dominate. I don't know about that. Where they dominate from start to finish. Stress-free. They haven't had a stre- – they've had one stress-free on. win in the last calendar Jake, year. Jake, I don't know if stress-free is realistic. I don't think you think it's realistic. I I don't think it's going to be stress-free. Well, uh, now, e- now, there's a difference. There's a distinction between stress-free and easy. I could – like – like Northwestern last year seemed to be pretty stress free, fifty six to seven. Yeah, it was stress free, right? Yeah. It was never close. That they was do- stress free. From start I to finish, they dominated. But I don't think we're. I don't. I don't envision that tomorrow. I don't. I don't either. But I'm saying, prove how about us just wrong. a good, just solid win? Wouldn't yeah. that? Wouldn't that elicit confidence? It doesn't have to be stress free. I almost want them to have stress. I am really. Really surprised you would say because they always have stress. Sip. They no, don't need they more need, stress. They need they have more stress, stress all the time. They need more stress on them. I think the last thing, not the last thing, because the last thing is a loss. The last thing they need is a loss. But I don't know if they need stress free right now. No, no, I t- I completely no, disagree reason, with you on this. The reason why one hundred percent disagree. This team does not need to false confidence. It's no, not, it's not false confidence. Stress free with belief. Stress-free would build false confidence. I mean, they just – this no. is why – no, no. This, this, I want stress. They just struggle with an, F, I want uh, an average at best FCS team. That's not good for the team for that, to have confidence. I, I know stress is not good right now. They, they need stress. Nah, they have they, enough stress, believe me. Their co- no. They know their coach's job is on the line. Their they they struggled for their three quarters against North Dakota, not North you're Dakota wrong. State. You're wrong on this. I'm not wrong. Who's right? Four six four five six eight five. I'm gonna guess that people say, "Yeah, stress free." No, come on. Nope. 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 You're you're saying that like a fifty six to seven win would be bad for Nebraska. I'm saying they need to be pushed and tested. Not not oh. not. They're this, a twenty three and a half point favorite. Why not, can't they go out there and handle business like they they're can. supposed to? Like if they win by twenty three, that'd be fine. Like last week was, I think, basically good for Nebraska. And so something along those lines this week I think would be good again, maybe a little bit better than last week. Start the process of pulling away in the third quarter, not with six minutes to go. Okay, let's see what the textures say here because I just think this is your strangest take you've had in a long time. <laughs> and just been strange takes. Four six four five six eight five. Someone says, stress-free, please. Well, okay, now hold on. That's not – I don't want to. What I don't want to hear from the fans is what they want. Okay, this is tell me what you think the team needs, what? not what you want. I don't care what. Well, I, Let I me read this text that, from Rostin. Ross will okay. explain why he right. why he says this. It's okay. a different one. Okay. Says stress free means they finally started playing good football. We need that before a real team comes to town. North Dakota was the stressor they already needed. Sips right. Sorry, Sips wrong. Jake's right. 
I think Rick they had the stress last week. Sip. If they had blown out North Dakota, I can see where you might say they need stress this week. But they just had what, that last. Okay. Season. Well, here I'll tell you what Rick Kaczynski yeah, says. Right, Kaz, come on. Here's what Rick Kaczynski says. Let me tell you two guys who have never been in that arena. There is stress every single play. Individually, your stomach is turning and you have anxiety walking up to the line of scrimmage and waiting at the line of scrimmage. This is big boy football. You're nervous every snap. There is no such thing as stress-free. You're playing a game where somebody can where somebody can literally disable you at any given point on any given play. Stress-free. What a bunch of clowns. Okay, well, hang on, Cass. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm with you. Any play you can get hurt, you can get hurt. Yeah, I understand no, no. that. You, you, go ahead. But I'm going big picture for the game, whereas we're talking about, in my view, my hope is that by the end of the third quarter, you can put some backups in. Because as Ross says, that means you played good football. You played good offense likely. Maybe. Your I defense mean, I, I, no, likely on. played well and likely had good special teams. I disagree. Teams. What if you're just playing a, a – and I don't, you don't know this and I don't know it. What if they're just incredibly inferior? inferior? Then put them away then. Right. Then show them – don't let it be – if they're inferior, then yes, you but should really expect – it tell you anything about yourself. It tells you nothing. It tells you you're capable of beating Even a team. Even if they're inferior like and, they're push, and they push you, you're being pushed and – yeah, I think Nebraska needs to be pushed right now, not, they just not a waltz. The first two I think weeks you're of the talking season. about what you want as opposed to what the team needs. You want stress-free. They free. just got pushed by North Dakota. You want stress-free. That's what you want. Who, it doesn't matter what you want. What you want's not necessarily good for Nebraska. You want a, you want a stress-free game. Don't individualize it. I'm, well, th- I, my point is this. In, in terms of the team's belief – and going into Oklahoma or the season. If this team is truly inferior to you, I just said this a few minutes ago. Nebraska has a, you know, they play up to the good teams. They play down to the bad teams. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. If, you are, if they are truly inferior, and it's very apparent, then make that aware, make that something that is seen on the field from start to finish. I don't know why. I, I don't. And so we don't have to have this concern about a fourth quarter tight game. I think you need some some stress tomorrow because you're going to get a lot of it next week. But there's going to always be stress. I'm just saying, could it be in the first half and you can handle it okay. and they have a, a less stress All right, We can come half. to an accord on that. But I'm, I'm still sticking to what you want is not necessarily what the team needs. You're no. not playing. You don't have anything going on this. You don't think this team needs like a nice, no. a nice win? A nice win would be good. The, the fact but they, I, I the like fact, to see him get pushed. The fact they just snapped a seven-game losing streak like last see, week, uh, and it was a tussle against an FCS I, I, how team. How do you grow with no stress is what I'm getting at. How do you grow no. with no stress? Nobody grows with no stress. Nobody. That's what I'm saying. Are they, I'm saying they might be overstressed. How do you – I'm asking you a question. How do you grow with no challenge, no stress? You're suggesting a game where they don't grow. Well, how does that help them? How does it help them? It, they can grow by playing a complete football game. But how do you play a complete football game without feeling stress? But the, you're, you're nervous and stressed to begin the game. But, I mean, that's, you, what, but that's my I point. Mean, if, is they, it, if you put Lincoln Southeast out there against Nebraska, is that what you want? Oh, well, Sip, come on, no. man. It'd be, they'd roll them. It'd be great. I want, they'd feel no stress. They'd actually, no. they, a, they absolutely would not get better either. I want a team that goes into the game I know what believing you want. that they're better and proving it with good football 
and and doing what they should, which is a comfortable win. You want a comfortable win. No, they the team wants a comfortable win. Believe me, they love nothing more than to pummel Georgia Southern. Well, of course they they of course that goes without saying. But along the way, you want to see some growth, and you do not grow without stress. Yeah. You don't grow without stress. I did. I don't deny that. Okay, <laughs> I would think this team. I think this team has been pretty stressed for a long time, though. Well, we stumbled into a good you little argument. And you know what? I like it. I like the stress resulted in a seven-game losing streak. I've had to, they've just snapped. I've had to grow because of the stress you've created. <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm making you a better person. You're welcome. More next and early break in the ticket. <laughs> 